What is going on? This is Letting It All Hang Out, the show where we bring together some insanely talented individuals that make me want to get out, learn more, live life to the fullest, and hopefully inspire you to do the same. Today, I sat with Ash Shukla. Ash Shukla is a holistic financial and business consultant and founder of Financial Chakras. He came to the U.S. in 1989 with just $20 in his pocket and no knowledge of English whatsoever. After more than two decades of being a successful financial planner, Ash decided to explore speaking and training consulting. Today, he's an Amazon's best-selling author of Sell Like Crazy, a book that changed millions of lives. He will soon publish his fifth book, Financial Chakras. Ash has personally helped more than 5,000 business owners and entrepreneurs, taking their ventures to more than seven figures in revenue. He is a sought-after keynote speaker and received a congressional honor for his work in helping small businesses. Ash is not only an amazing dude with a ton of knowledge, a ton of experience, uh, and just a generally great vibe, but he really goes deep into the practices that actually help create financial abundance in this episode, so you'll definitely want to pay attention. Before we jump straight in, I do want to take a hot minute to thank the sponsor of this episode, Naked Warrior Recovery, baby. Naked Warrior Recovery is a Navy SEAL-owned and operated CBD and recovery supplement company. They provide high-quality CBD products greens, supplements, and more to help you fully recover by actually rejuvenating your body and your mind. A huge reason why I'm a big fan of Naked Warrior Recovery is that they care a lot about the quality of the CBD that's actually going into the products, which is actually going into your body. And they understand that the only way you can truly perform at your highest potential is when you feel good. Feel good mentally, physically, emotionally, all that stuff. So in order to get yourself a 20% discount on some high quality CBD, CBD products, super greens, and more, you can use the discount code Kalani20, that's K-A-L-A-N-I 20, on their website at nw-recovery.com. That's Kalani20 at nw-recovery.com. On to the show. Hey, Ash, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. Where are you located, my friend? I am in Southwest Florida. You're in Florida. Okay. Mm -hmm. How is Florida, by the way? It's pretty good. It's getting like the hot time of the year. And so it's starting to be the time of the year where everybody's actually staying inside because it's too hot. (laughs) And then the rest of the year is nice. So we just got out of our beautiful, you know, 70 65 degree weather and now Uh, climbing up into the into the 90s every day so uh, it's beautiful i can't complain uh mm -hmm. but it it's definitely a whirlwind well that sounds like that sounds like a lot of fun to me i'm in maryland and it's horrible here so (laughs) it's horrible here well yeah you say that i hate this i hate this maryland i hate maryland period like i just don't like i don't like i mean i love the 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 state but I hate the weather that we bring. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's like, it's cold nine times out of the, nine months out of the year. And it's, you know, six months at least, you know, and then uh, we'll have like a little bit of warm up for two months and then it's, it, it's downhill from there. People say they love four seasons. Honestly, I could care less. Yeah, that's <laughs> too funny. When did you move to Maryland? Uh, I came here from India in 89. Oh, okay, so you've been to Maryland like pretty much ever since you came to the US. Yeah. 
Wow. That's wild. I used to live in Seattle, Washington, just over like two years. Um, and I lived there for a large portion of my life. And so that weather that you're talking about, I can definitely identify with that and the gray and the cold and the, it's wet all the time and it's freezing. So I definitely can see how after, you know, I mean, how long have you lived there total since you said since 89, right? Okay. So for like over 20 plus years, yeah, I can see how that would be tiring. Well, I'm excited to talk to you more about that and ask you some more questions about your life and how you uh, came here and everything that you've done since then. So as a Cliff Notes summary, you came to the US 1989, you had like 20 bucks in your pocket, you became a financial advisor, you started writing some books, they did really well. And then you transformed everything that you've done since then into like this, you call it financial chakras, uh, which makes me think of energy and all of this stuff. And now you help other business owners, other entrepreneurs, other people thrive with their money, which is amazing. So I would love for you to dive into that and uh, explain that very broad summary that I just gave to everybody. Absolutely. For those of you who are listening, I want to say, first of all, thank you for, for being here. I really appreciate you. And I want to let them know, all of your viewers, that I love you guys. You know, I, And uh, from, from my perspective, I think that it's important to really you know, look, at, look at wealth in a different way. Because as the world is evolving, things are changing. Things are broadening, for sure. You know, especially now that we're in the online world. And I believe that when it comes to alignment, you know, there has never been a better time or more important time to truly get aligned with your wealth. And so this whole thing, you know, like how I came up with financial chakras was like after coming here from India and with 20 bucks and no English, and then I ran into financial services and I wasn't bad initially. I was actually pathetic, Haley, you know, and I, I literally had a really big issue. And the issue that I was having is that I couldn't close any deal. It took me like six years to understand how to communicate and stuff like that to close deals out. And eventually um, I became a successful financial planner, you know, with several banks. And I actually was managing over $300 million at one point. And then I started my own company. I was doing good amount of business there, you know, almost $10 million a year. And then I became a keynote speaker. And when I became a keynote speaker, what dawned on me that all these business owners, I had like, I've spoken from thousands of business owners. And what I dawned on me is that, you know, they're all struggling. They're, they're really good people. They're working hard. They're, they're doing what they should be doing, right? They're, they're buckling down and, and making their world a better place, right? In, in, that, in their own way. But they were struggling. So as my heart went out, I started doing, you know, just helping out people. You know, first person I, I helped, you know, I helped her create like $50,000 in two weeks, you know, like in, in revenue, right? And to her, it was a static because she was about to go out of business. She was literally going to fold her business down and she's like, this is my dad's business. I took over. I absolutely love it, but I don't know what I'm doing with it, you know? I helped her win some contracts and in two weeks, like literally she got $50,000 and eventually she went on to, she used that as a seed money and she went on to building a $10 million business. Right. I mean, we kept on working together afterwards, but I didn't know I was getting into quote, you know, coaching, consulting kind of the, the game. 
you know, it just happened, right? Because my initial intent for speaking was financial planning. So I figured like this way I can get financial planning clients. I don't have to, you know, that, that was the whole intent, but it just, you know, like sometimes destiny finds you, right? Like that's the, you know, so then as I was on the success journey, like one congressman took the US flag, he flew it over country's capital and sent it to major congressional honor. And so when that happened, I thought I was very humbled. But in the midst, in the midst of all of that, you know, all of my success, one time somebody scammed me and I lost a lot of money. Um, so when I lost that money, I felt, you know, I'm a very introverted person that I went within. And when I went within, I was like, okay, now what do I do? Because I have to figure a way out, you know? And uh, I was talking to my grandfather. So I, I always, like I grew up with my grandfather in many ways. Uh, he was my mentor. He helped me with pretty much everything, right? Like, you know, he, we talked about like yoga, meditation, spirituality, religions, finances, business, you name it. I, we discussed that with him. And he told me a few things. And we were talking that day about chakras. And, you know, I was like down. So I told him what had happened. And so he's like, okay. So he helped me get aligned properly. And so I asked him a question. And it took me some time, but I got aligned. And my business literally doubled after that alignment, right? So at that point, I'm like, okay, I have abundant. You know, I have always had abundant in many ways. So I asked him, has anybody proven how chakras can exist in finances? And he says, that has never been done before. So I went ahead and I said, okay, I'm gonna do my, you know, um, my digging, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the things that the way, you know, needs to be done properly, right? So I went ahead and, and started doing seven chakras and I did the, uh, combination, I started putting them together, right? I started making different things and, and trying to figure out like which energy belongs to which money, right? And that, that kind of thing. So as time went on, I figured it out and I found a formula. And uh, through this formula now, so for the first time, I can demonstrate how chakras exist in, in finances, in your cup of coffee or in your cell phone or anything that you may be doing. So for the first time, like, you know, or at least in my opinion, it's the first time. I, I'm not so sure. Maybe somewhere in the world it exists, <laughs> you know. Um, but but that being said, right, you know, um, I was able to demonstrate that, okay, chakras can exist outside. And I found that with uh, every single time when somebody's out of alignment, when we put together in the formula of financial chakras, you know, things just shift really fast. Wow. So at financial chakras, like it's my mission to help people build wealth. I've always been in that arena. I love that arena. I really help, love, love, love helping people building wealth. You know, um, I mean, I, I just like literally, I took somebody for two months ago and we are building, you know, um, like, I mean, you know, numbers are crazy, but anyway, they're good numbers <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, that's so amazing. And I love just to touch on what you said in the beginning too. You just really fell into this coaching space, this world of financial chakras, it wasn't something that you sought after. You were like, you know what, I'm going to go out and align energy with finances. It, it really just happened and it happened so naturally and organically. And I really do think that the best things in life uh, happen that way. Gosh, you said so many things that I'm really excited to get into. Um, let's just first break down for really myself too, but anybody listening, 
what are the chakras and you can you can explain them whether it's just you're explaining about the chakras or um, financial chakras can you break that down for us so that we can get a grip of what's the baseline here and then we'll move forward from there absolutely absolutely so the chakras the word chakras right like in terms of um so it, chakras were written written up in the oldest text called the Vedas in 1800 BC. So if you want to count in days, it's about one one million three hundred ninety five thousand plus days ago. Okay, so it was written up long long time ago. Let's just put it that way. Okay, in the oldest language called Sanskrit, the word chakra literally means wheel, right? In in English language, it means wheel. So inside of your body, there are seven main hubs of your emotion. And this emotion, they're also hubs for where majority of your nerves meet. So there are seven main points physically, okay? They start at the base of your spine between your privates, right? You know, and the base of your spine, and then they go up from there. And these seven chakras, right? And those of you, you know, like each chakra has certain emotions it holds, okay? So like think of your home, your home is your home each chakra is a home for your emotion. So like a emotion, you know, you might be holding fear or anxiety or uncertainty that goes into muladhar, meaning your main base, right? Like your first chakra. And it starts at the base of your spine and then it goes up from there. So that being said, that, that's the definition of chakras. Like now the chakras, how they function is think of them as like a combination of a block, right? If one is blocked, other one can't open, okay? And they are stacked on top of each other. So what happens is there are, there are seven of them that are constantly moving, right? So think of like, you know, you're, you're constantly trying to make the combination correct, right? And, you know, so that's why it's so difficult many times to get out of certain, certain things or situations, especially you're dealing with certain things, right? Um, so, you know, so these are chakras. So chakras do affect you in many ways, but um, hopefully that helps. Yeah, yeah, I think it definitely does help. I really loved how you explained it with like the combination lock, right? If one of them's out of alignment, the whole uh, essentially line through can't really flow. There's, there's something at, at some point you're going to be stuck or blocked. So how do we start to figure out even how to unlock that first one and then move on to the next so that we can start to increase our financial abundance, essentially. Or Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I was really thinking more like, you know, how do we do that in general, right? Because that will generally make us feel better. And then it will probably bleed into our financial life is what I'm assuming. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so basically, like the very first thing is awareness is important. Right, you know, like understanding. So, you know, those of you, I mean, I, I have an entire um, programs around this that I do, but um, more importantly, right? If you, if somebody was like right now, they're they're listening to this, and they want to understand how to unlock something, right? They, it's just like you know, if you want to lose weight, you gotta know how much you weigh first, right? It's the same thing with your energies, you know, you gotta understand which chakra or which energy is really blocked first. So the question is, where are you blocked, right? You know, like uh, for, for you, you know, um, 
daily is, is that you are abundantly flowing in the creative space in your creative energy so if i was to ask you you know where what where would you be where are you having tough time where would that be i think it would be in finding people like clients who are the right match for what i offer okay so finding clients okay so that um so when you when you take a look at that as a as one subset of a problem right i'm just not talking about all the issues but just one subset of an issue because that you know in essence creates a uh, an issue with cash flow in business right if you don't have cash flow you have a problem correct right so the question is how do you how do you unblock that right energetically inside of you when you said that right there's a uh, there's a, a a clear block in your creative space and the the creative space and and the answer you're looking for is actually logical extremely logical answers so what's happening is that your creative space is like your it comes from your second chakra pretty much okay so that being said as you are looking for answers on how to get more clients it's a very logical answer right and you have to so it comes from your third eye chakra so when when there is a communication gap you know somewhere along the line in your seven chakras right there's a, there's a uh, there's a confliction between creative space and logical space right so like if you're not able to put that together then you have a have an issue because what i find with many people who are creative is that they constantly take exits they are so close to solution but they they constantly go left and right and left and right and left and right and it's not a straight line so what happens is right before the solution you might be taking exits right so in your creative blockages right it's not that your creative space is not active but sometimes it's overactive so you know in in terms of balancing is concerned sometimes it's too active so just like if you eat too much food it's not good for you just like that if you suck in too much energy it's not good for you either right so it's a it's a balancing act between the two makes sense yeah so when you're looking to clean your energies the very first thing you have to do is identify where the blockage is and if you're not doing that then you have a problem Mm-hmm. Right. and i as i t- if i talk to you a little bit more we can pinpoint specifically exactly which chakra and which energy flow so there are two things that are at work there one is your primary energy which is your prime uh, within your chakra so that there's a so think of it chakra is like the hub but inside of that we have to dig deeper to get to the core of the of the of the issue here right so when we do these things you know we we look at like what's the core of this in our workshops and other things but then when we take a look at in a in a different way uh you know then you have to take a look at your flow of your energy so sometimes i'm sure you have experienced it i'm sure many of your listeners have experienced it where money comes and money goes money comes and money goes money comes and you feel like a, a ping pong ball or a or a rat running in the hamster wheel right like that's pretty much the 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 analogy is the best analogy i can come up with right where you're just running but you're not getting anywhere you're running faster but you're still not getting anywhere right it's, it's in the same space you know you're running on a treadmill the whole time and so to get out of that right you have to find your energy flow 
So like there's a specific energy flow that you're following to create that issue. Does that make sense? Mm, so I these are, so. okay. Mm -hmm. So there's a specific flow that you're following, but, but go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. And, and I love this breakdown that you're giving. And um, I, I think it would be really interesting to continue going down this path because for anybody listening, it's almost like um, I'm serving as an example and it can help people understand, okay, this is where I start and this is where I start to go next. So you find that blockage first. Like you said, if, if you want to lose weight or you want to eat healthy, you have to understand where you're starting. Uh, almost like a GPS as another analogy. The GPS can only take you where you want to go if it knows where you currently are. And then it can map out that that path for you. So let's say we, we know where we are at. We know where that where we think we know where the blockage is happening. And then to the um, example using me, I'm, I may be too much in that creative space. And so I, I take all these turns and exits and stuff and I wind up in a direction or in a place that I didn't necessarily want to be uh, because instead of staying on this one linear line, because I'm trying to solve a logical problem, as you said, I kept taking those turns. So now that we know that, what's like that next step of where we can go to continue um, unlocking these problems? Well, I mean, they can always come to my program if they want, but right. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But if, if anybody needs help, they can go to financialchakras.com. I'm happy to help. Um, but um, that being said, you know, so from here on out, once you have clarity around your blockage, right, where your primary chakra, you know, so because there are, there are other things we have to identify beyond that, right? Like, so now that we have identified blockage, but more importantly, we have to identify what is your primary chakra, what's your primary energy flow, and what energy you are really flowing from. So there are a lot of things that we have to overcome when it comes to your your flow is concerned so there has to be like you know proper steps taken so it's 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 not an overnight thing and it's not a um is i believe in holistic approach but at the same time i'm a very practical guy as well so you know i believe that it's important to take practical steps while you're implementing in a holistic way of doing things that is pretty much my approach to things so you can stay aligned that way, right? Because if I tell you to, you know, just, uh, I don't know, meditate under a tree, I promise you, you will not have financial abundance. You'll have peace, but not financial abundance, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, and that being said, and I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but I'm just being real in terms of, you know, when it comes to first, you got to get the peace though, right? And the hardest part for people is they're not able to find the peace. And if you cannot find the peace, you, your blockages will continue. Mm. You got to find that peaceful center of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's so true because, you know, with, with pretty much everything in life, if what is happening internally, whether it's frustration or stress or anxiety or all of those uh, negative emotions and sensations, if that's what's happening inside, it's going to be a direct reflection of our external environment. And so finding that peace or that center is vital for, for a lot of people. I think yeah. that this is a, a problem that I come across and from conversations I hear come across for lots of people, and I'm sure this is probably common knowledge for you, which is 
we do all of these peaceful practices. Like you said, you can go meditate under a tree, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be financially abundant. You might have peace. And we do these exercises, whether it's literally exercise or meditation or um, play. I talk about play and creativity and art a lot. Those things can bring us peace. And let's say we feel it and we feel that fulfillment and we feel that joy, but there's like, again, there's there's like, okay, where, where's my abundance? Where is it? You know, Mm -hmm. what's happening there and how do we shed more light on that? Yeah. So, so what's happening there is that, look, at the end of the day, you know, the way we work, right? Money, money, energy, when you take a look at money, energy, it's, it's a polluted energy in many ways, right? So in, in terms of like, um, you know, good pollution and bad pollution. I think it's, it's both ways, right? So in a in a good way, it helps us. That's how we do things, right? And nowadays, cryptocurrency is coming in. So maybe the, the money energy is <laughs> you know, changing. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's head on you that <laughs> you don't realize. But that being said, I think that what's happening there is that there's a confliction going on, right? So there's, there's, a, there's a confliction between peace and prosperity, right? There's, there are two different things. They come from different chakras and they hit different points of your body. So when you are taking a look at it, it's a literally gravitational pull. So your muladhara chakra is the peace center. Like, you know, you could say it's, it helps you stay grounded, right? And peaceful. So if you take a look at people like Dalai Lama or, you know, other great examples of that, they're very much peaceful. When you go around them, they're very much peaceful because they, they, they have really learned how to align all of their chakras properly, right? So he, they are very much grounded. But at the same time, there's a prosperity going on also because us as humans, we want prosperity, we want progress, we want to keep going forward. So think of it this way. Think of, um, think of something like you are like a string, right? And there's a big weight in your, uh, in your, uh, in your waist. You know, you have like a, in a thousand pound weight belt or something, right? That you have, that's your war. And now you're trying to go up, right? So peaceful is on one side and, and, and progress is on the other side, right? So your energies, when they flow, right? It's always, you know, going in, going inside, flowing, and it should be coming back out. But what happens for most people you just get stuck inside. So between peace and prosperity, there's constant struggle you know, for that reason. And the energies never fully develop where they let go of the weights enough so that they are at peace, but at the same time, they're prospering as they're going, they're going along. Mm-hmm. And if you are imagining like, you know, you have a waistband of you know, a whole bunch of things that you are carrying, then that creates a problem for you. Right. And that transition never takes place, right? Peace always comes before prosperity. So peace has to be there. It's not going to get you all the money, you know, but it will get you on a path to making you money mm-hmm. because now you are aligned properly. You are in a, in a center zone where you can think clearly you can think intelligently, you can make clear decisions. And if you're a creative person, so that you're not taking unnecessary exits, mm-hmm. right? You're on a highway, but sometimes you keep taking exits 
it's and those exits cost you a lot of money and time honestly mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah it makes great sense and, and I love the way that you broke that down and it makes me think you know where do, where does action come into play right we've got the piece we've we've we're on our way to prosperity and then there's there's this thing in the middle at least I I think where it's this action portion of okay we can't just sit and do like wait we gotta we gotta get up and move to keep going instead of taking exit or or take the right exit or something of the sort um so where does that action piece come into play with peace prosperity and all of that alignment so action, you know, in the middle, like, you know, as far as, you know, moving things forward is concerned, right? What happens is when you're in alignment, what's meant to be is for you. So like, for instance, anything that you own is meant for you. And anything that you own in terms of like who you are as a person, who you are as an individual, you know, is meant for you. So you want to ask yourself, did you really have to work that hard to get that? Or was it? or did it come naturally to you? So what you're gonna find is that, okay, you have to work hard sometimes, but you also enjoyed that piece, right? Mm -hmm. So when you talk about hard work, that's always a part of the equation, no matter what it is. If you're meditating and you think you're just gonna sit there and everything will be great, try it for five minutes. Try to calm your mind down and blank it out for five minutes. It is hard work to blank your mind for five minutes, really hard work. It's actually more harder than the physical work that you normally do, <laughs> right? So un, what do you call this? Unfounded to like many people who say just meditate and oh my God, you, and yes, you will be in the blissful state. However, however, to get to that state, it's going to take you a minute, right? It's going to take you hard work on that end, right? So make sure you enjoy your meditation is what I'm trying to tell you, mm-hmm. right? Make sure you enjoy whatever exercise you do. Maybe you go paint. Maybe you, I've thought about like I used to, um, I, I was coaching this person and they were, they owned an art studio and, and I loved it. We were expanding art studio. And so what I ended up doing was, as I was talking to the person, I said, you know, they had this huge, huge space where there was nothing. It was just a, you know, it was like a warehouse kind of art studio, right? It was nicely built, but so there was this one place where there was like a splash paint and stuff like that, you know, there. And I said, you know, one day I would love to come in a suit and just stand against the wall like this. And he just like, you just spray paint on me all over, all over me, you know, like, <laughs> that would be like my, my outlet, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be exciting for me but anyway so that that was my um you know but sometimes you just have to let it out right like mm-hmm. i enjoyed that like okay you know but i think that in a whether you do meditation or whether you're trying to acquire wealth you know i'm doing a lot of trading right now so when i do trading right i have to constantly watch i mean it's not like i can look away right i have to get into the zone of concentration if i'm watching the lines as to when something is profitable, when it's good time to pay, when there is not, right? That's gonna take some concentration, hard work, effort, wins and losses, right? All that is gonna happen as I move along, just like you would in meditation. So I think that action needs to happen naturally because you want to do something and you really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you are going to go against, it's like you're going against the current. Your natural flow, 
there's a flow and a state where you can belong, where you can go with the current versus against it. Mm -hmm. And what most people tend to do is they go against the current, not with it. Right. right. In, in, the, in the effort just to try to make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's why like, go ahead, sorry. Oh no, I was uh, just thinking like when in reality, if they're going against the current, if they just sort of let themselves go or be um, and do things that felt right and felt good along the way, while you're still moving, right? You're still moving in that direction. You're still, let's say like in the kayak paddling a little bit, but it's so much easier than flipping it around and like really struggling to go upstream or to go up the current and so i, I like that analogy yeah yeah you know you, uh, just know that you're not that fish who's trying to go against the current and get up up the hill right you're not that fish right you you are actually a uh you maybe you're a fish but you're a smart fish right like you can turn around and just go the other way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah don't make it harder on yourself yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope they get it. <laughs> oh, I think they will. I think they will. We, we've got a lot of uh, jokesters. I'm a pretty funny person. Well, hopefully people think I'm funny myself. And so uh, that, yeah, I love it. I love your personality, Ash. And um, this was a beautiful way to wrap up a really awesome conversation. You. And you've given so much detail and knowledge today. And I really appreciate that. Um, and I know that our listeners will appreciate it too. So as a final parting question, I ask the same one to every person who comes on. It is for one person listening. What is one thing that you would say to them? I love you. Mm, so good. So classic. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that as a, as a person, it's important to recognize you know, and, and I see you, right? No matter who you are, I see you. you know, and I really want, would love to, love to, love to help you in any way I can. You know, and um, whether you, you know, however you need help, just let me know. Thank you for that, Ash. I really appreciate that. And I'm sure whoever's listening will appreciate that, that mm -hmm. as well. Um, and where can people find you, connect with you, work with you, learn from you, all of the good stuff? Yeah, so they can find me on financialchakras.com. On my, um, if they want to find out about me personally, they can go to ashshukla.com. So it's a s h s h u k l a.com. And if they want to learn about financial chakras, they go to financialchakras.com. Now, I am going to have a three-day event if anybody wants to join in May. I'm putting together a landing page right now. If they want to reach out to me, I'm happy to. You know, by the time they hear this recording, I'm sure they will you know, that will be up, but it's called Ancient Secrets for Wealth. So if anybody wants to join, it will be in May 28th, 21st and 22nd, three-day event. And I would love to help them. Um, it's $97 to join and $197 for the VIP tickets. If anybody wants to join as a special, uh, thanks to uh, thanks to you, my friend, right, Hilly? And uh, thanks to you. I, I will be happy to, you know, help you guys out in any way I can. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. All of those links will be down in the show notes. So definitely go connect with Ash, go learn from him and uh, just be around him. He's clearly a very uh, humble, generous, loving, knowledgeable guy. So we really appreciate it. And I'm sure this won't be the last conversation we have. Yep. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Letting It All Hang Out. I sincerely hope that you enjoyed it and learned a thing or two. I definitely know that I did. And I'd love to hear your thoughts and start a conversation with you. So feel free to send me a voice message right here on Anchor. Or you can message me on any of my social media platforms at Haley Kalani. Much love to you all. Until next time, stay well.